Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Stay for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 278, I think, of <laughs> your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Except this week I'm trying something a little different. I'm walking through the Minneapolis airport because Eddie and I are apart, very far apart. I'm here all week on business at a conference. Eddie's at home, busy as well. And so, in lieu of not doing a show at all, I thought, why not record some little tidbits here and there as I can, smush them together, we'll throw it online this week, and we'll see what happens. I'm at the airport and feeling like an absolute garbage man. I don't know what it is about the airport. It's almost like the movie theater, where when you're in a movie theater and you're eating popcorn in the dark, you can just gorge like a horse with a feed bag on. You put the bag of popcorn on your lap and you're just eating it. And you've got crumbs all over your shirt, pieces of popcorn all over your lap. I mean, where else in your life can you do that and just binge eat with absolute reckless abandon? And that's why those places where you can watch a movie and eat at the same time are just fantastic. And so the airport, I feel like, is kind of the same thing where you're able to get a huge bag of candy. You know, you spend $48, take a second loan out on your home, get that big bag of candy, and just eat it. Where a meal consists of some disgusting crazy ass candy and so that's what I just did and it was amazing and tasted very very good um, I also had a Snickers which you know the greatest thing Snickers ever did was trick the world into considering it a health food you know just because it has peanuts in it for some reason it's considered something healthy and good even though it's completely full of sugar and lord knows what else I will promise not to talk about Snickers for 30 minutes, like I talked about Trisket last week. Got some very polarizing emails on my Trisket rant. A lot of people liked it, a couple people hated it. Shout out to our good friend Tyler, who for years has always been very critical of the show. Loves it, hates it, and he always lets us know, and I really do appreciate that. But no, this will not be a 30 minute rant on Trisket. There's a hair salon in the airport. I'm looking at a Regis hair salon at the airport. Who on earth would get their hair completely cut and colored at the airport? I understand a man maybe getting a quick snip, but there's a woman in here and she's got those metal foil things in her hair. She's getting her hair colored. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to catch a cab and head to my hotel, but this was fun, and I'll keep trying to do this throughout the week, and we'll see what happens. Okay, first of all, I'm standing in front of a vending machine at the airport, and they have Three Musketeers Mint Bites, which, that's the real treat this week. Oh my God, those are good. Even after eating all this candy, I'm a machine. The empty calories haven't hit my brain space yet so I'm at that point where I feel like I could just eat an insane amount of garbage food 
and then in 20 minutes when it finally drops and hits the bottom of my stomach the shame kicks in but anyways that's not why I had to get back on this stupid thing because I'm sitting here at the airport and at the gate there are two people here who I don't know where they're going where are they going here Cleveland they're going to Cleveland so it's not like they're on a honeymoon and they're heading to Hawaii these people are just going to Cleveland and oh my god they're making out like crazy and this isn't an easy thing to do I mean you know how these airport chairs are there's a huge hand rest between each person they're leaning over it the guy's got his hands on, on the lady's leg like pretty high up and they're they're open mouth French kissing tongue kissing right now in front of everybody and I I like that I'm looking at them and I'm talking about this like I'm is that weird? Am I, am I a pervert right now? But it made me think, how cool would it be at a place like the airport if they had these rad pods where you could just go and, and bang, you know? You're there with a significant other, or, I don't know, you meet someone at the airport and you just want a clean place to pay 20 minutes. Like, you know, motels get a really bad rap for being nasty. I know I've been out sometimes with my wife where we're on a date, and I thought, man, we just had a few drinks, we're feeling great, we're on a date, how amazing would it be to just be able to go somewhere, have a clean bed, do it, and then leave. I don't want to lay around all night and twirl our hair in my finger, I just want a clean, soft, safe place where I can do unspeakable things to her, and then just hit the road. So, maybe, there's a bunch of ideas here, I'm putting a copyright, registered trademark, it's a special place at the airport where lovers can, you know, pay, what's the price point that would work here? 50 bucks. And you get a half an hour, and the whole thing is covered in that paper that they put over at the doctor's office when you sit on that bench, that crinkly paper. Maybe it's got a little essential oil in it, you know, to kind of set the mood. And it's all manned by robots or it's automated you go in there you do your thing and then that's it and ooh, and you know what you could do too is at the airport you know a lot of times they'll have like meeting rooms at the airport because let's say you're in New York someone's in LA you fly to Chicago you meet these people you can meet at the airport and then you don't have to leave you don't have to go back through security and this could also be a way to meet people like that you have a pen pal you fly halfway, meet them at the airport, do your thing, and maybe there are lounges for those situations where you actually want to spend some time and chat with somebody, and then you catch another flight. Same day. Fly back. I, mean, I know this is crazy and it would never happen, but I really do think if there were small, safe, easy, clean places that you could have sex with people, people would get into that, and people would do it. Now, the hard part would be a couple things. One... You'd have to like do it through an app. Like nobody wants to queue up and stand in line for the bone cabin or whatever name we come up with this. You'd be standing in line. You'd be all, you know, horny and um, I'm in public right now, talking like this, and I'm pretending I'm talking on my phone. Um, but you couldn't just stand in line and let people see that this is what you were doing, or you could get yourself in big trouble. So, how do you do that? We'd have to have like a secret door. Eh, 
I don't know. I got to work on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on this idea. I'll get back to you guys, but that's where my headspace is right now. Hey everybody, coming at you live from. Oh wow. Oh snap! My food is here. Oh, didn't even know that. What what a great feeling getting room service. Coming at you live from Minnesota, and right now my boss is in the shower, and so I'm doing a quick little ditty here. You know, the one problem with sharing a room with another man is, you know how much I love that solo time to take care of myself in a new zip code, and I was looking forward to it in the Twin Cities, but that's okay, you know, I'm not an animal. I can wait a couple days, and I'll be okay. You know, I guess I could do it in the shower, but that's a little disrespectful, right? Or is that the ultimate power move to spill my seed on the ground, knowing that my uh, superior is then going to go in there and traipse around and kick it around? Huh. I'm not going to do that. I am a gentleman. All right. Well, look, I just I got back to my room, and there's, there's eggs here. So I'm going to go enjoy these, but I'll be checking back in later. Actually, you know what, real quick, I'm realizing, I look down at my phone and I'm seeing texts, you know, it's 6.30 a.m. West Coast time, and my poor wife, of course, home, dealing with our new kitten, the children, and I just get a text that our dog just puked all over our son's bed, because last night she jumped on the counter and ate a full stick of butter. And, you know, of course it didn't sit well, she slept with Grant and just puked all over the bed, and on Grant. Grant is covered in dog puke, because the, the, the nature's law of business traveling, that whenever a spouse is out and about, the spouse at home always gets it. Oh boy. Hey everybody, I'm back. It's the, gosh, third or fourth day of being a road warrior out here, and I'm tired, and <laughs> uh, I wish I was home. Um, doing a show and sleeping in bed with my wife and playing with our new kitten which we ended up getting a new cat um, we didn't get the derpy per we did get the derpy Persian did I talk about that on last week's show? I'm all over the place guys well listen I had Eddie send in his real treat this week so let's listen to that real quick what up, Civ Show listeners? I'm on my way to work right now, so I'm going to make this quick. But uh, sorry, we're not giving you a full show this week. Dan's on a business trip, and I'm getting calf implants because it's motherfucking short season. Anyway, just wanted to let you guys know what my real treat is for this week. It's Tom Holland's lip sync battle. If you haven't seen it, you should Google it, YouTube it. It's fucking hilarious, and it's so good. Uh, aside from that, hope everyone has a great 4th of July, and we'll catch you next week. Peace! Okay, yes. <laughs> First of all, calf implants. You know, your boy Eddie could stand to use some calf implants. And so I have set up a bit of a GoFundMe to get that done for him because he deserves it. And he's earned it. Um, my real treat this week is, you know, Eddie I give a hard time to because he loves chicken wings and, you know, he loves ribs and he loves anything where he's eating a bone of sorts that he can pick clean. I'm not a big bone marrow guy and I don't even think I've ever really ordered it at a restaurant because 
normally I'm with people or my children or my wife and that's not something they want to eat but you know here on a business trip where everything's exciting and we want to try stuff we got this bone marrow business which you know don't send me an email that I know it's not like the most it's, I'm not eating wild rats or deep fried crickets but it's you know it comes to the table and it's these huge bones just huge freaking bones from I guess a cow or a horse maybe and you like it's cut in half and it's got butter all over it and garlic and then you scrape the marrow out from the bone and put it on a piece of toast and I've never felt more caveman-y than I ever have you know eating a chicken wing which is the literal wing of a chicken and picking the meat between the bones and that's fine that seems rather straightforward having a cracked open bone and eating the marrow and look it wasn't that good I mean I understand people eating escargot and things like that because it probably tastes amazing but it's excuse me I'm all over the place this bone marrow situation it I don't know I didn't I didn't get it, it it's still a real treat and I, and I still think it's definitely if you're a meat eater something to check out but it didn't work for me it didn't work for me I'm signing off um, I've got one more day here and I'll do some more of these from the airport. And we'll pop this show online before we get back to your regularly scheduled programming. Well, this is it. I'm officially now back at the airport, ready to head home. And we'll see how this little mini episode works out. Please send me an email and let me know if it was good to have this or if it would have been better to... I've had nothing and have no show this week at all. Oh my goodness, there's a sushi restaurant here. Well, I tell you, this Minneapolis airport is incredible. Get your hair did, chiropractor, and a sushi restaurant here, which seems really tough. Man, if you're going to be a sushi chef, why not be a sushi chef in the city? But either way, I'm heading home. Um, had a great time here in this lovely city. I did that cool move where late last night um, I was with a bunch of business people and in an effort to hang, of course, someone's like, hey man, let's go to the strip club. And so we did, which is always a weird scene, but the best part about it was, it was one of the guys I was with, it was so uncomfortable. I hated the whole thing. It was like, you know, trying to befriend and fix and get to the core of every girl that came up to them, um, much to their chagrin. And finally, I was like, "Dude, just—you do, you don't have to talk to every girl that walks up to you. Like, they're trying to take advantage of you. They are selling you. Stop!" And he felt so bad. I don't know. Some more funny stuff happened that I'll—I'll I'll talk about with Eddie next week. But overall, it was great. You're great. Thank you for listening to this little mini episode and and that's about it so otherwise uh i'll go ahead and edit in some sistery here from amanda hug and kiss not sure what the song will be but we're doing good and and that's that so this has been episode 278 of save the show with dan nitty thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week
Hey guys, I have a story and a question. Last year I met a woman, pussy got wet, and fast forward, I'm a dad. It's been months since the baby's been born and my girl won't fuck me. The doctor said wait six to seven weeks, but it's been almost four months. How long did you two wait to have sex again after your wives gave birth? So this person's right. Physically, you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. And if you're young and you haven't had a baby or you're a guy who's never seen a baby come out, like the vagina is busted up. Yeah. Like the next day, like you would there's you wouldn't want to have sex with your poor wife. Like she just pushed a baby out of there. <clears throat> it's it's not ready for a dick. <laughs> like I'm cringing even thinking about the notion of having sex with a woman right after she gave birth. Like that's yeah. It's like having sex with a car accident. Like she's seriously <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like no. Jesus. Dude. I'm just saying like it's not ready. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't get in a car accident and then go on a roller coaster. You need to recuperate. <laughs> so, whatever. Anyways, I'm not saying it's like a dead body <laughs> or a, a gashed head or something. Like, there's all these things going on. Yeah. Just talk to your girl. Yeah. You know, if she's completely leaving you in the dark, four months is a long time. She's not cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I guarantee. <laughs> you know, if your girlfriend's not fucking you, she's not having sex with someone else. Mm. Guaranteed. Yeah, but I, so reassure her that you know talk to her about it yeah and when you talk to her don't be like hey you know we haven't had sex in like forever right like like you were saying like make her feel wanted and, yeah and just let her know how you feel maybe she'll at least give you a mercy fuck <laughs> definitely welcome to the world of mercy fucks <laughs> my good friend now that you've had a baby and there's a lot going on in your lady's life once a month once a week she may be like fine fuck fine <laughs> yes we're having sex and i talked about this on the show to no end you just take that. Oh, yeah. You take that baton and you fuck it. And <laughs> you run with it. Do not give your lady a hard time.
What's going on here? I really want to put this girl on the couch. <laughs> really try to open this nut. Anyway, <laughs> what? Crack, crack, <laughs> crack this you nut. You want to put her on the couch and open that nut? Son. Crack this nut. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs>